Welcome to the Ministry to Parents podcast. Here's your hosts, Elizabeth and Jeremy Lee. It's the Ministry to Parents podcast. This is the podcast for church leaders that helps you build a ministry to parents. Hey everybody, I'm Jeremy Lee. And I'm Elizabeth Lee, and we are in the middle of a series called Time to Rest. And this is episode 38, How to Reflect from a Busy Season of Ministry. Yes, and we're using busy season and, uh, you know, real time. That's AKA we are hopefully on the tail end of COVID. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of us who have had, uh, some of the hardest years we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but this relates if you're listening to this way, way down the road and you pick this up and, uh, you're listening to this episode. It relates to any busy, crazy, stressful season because as church leaders, there's one thing I can guarantee you. Mm-hmm. You will have a crazy, busy, stressful season. So how do you get through it? How do you get on the other side of it? And how do you, um, navigate it in a way that keeps you Going instead of uh, burning out, crashing, and uh, going through stuff that you can't recover from. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, when I was working at a church schedule, it was usually the holidays. The holidays were Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, back to school, um, usually an event of some type. Those would be the seasons where they would be uh you just were going 90 miles an hour and then the event would be over. You'd close all the loops and then it would be like, um, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what now? <laughs> or when I was in children's and youth ministry, it was summer, mm-hmm. which, you know, mm-hmm. on our current calendar, we're headed in that direction. Summer's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just event after event after event because the kids, the kids are, are out school. of school. So right. you're, uh, you have more of an opportunity to engage. Parents are expecting you to do stuff. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff going on. Truth. So today we want to give you just uh, just kind of talk and have a conversation about what it means to reflect from a busy season. And uh, why? what's the purpose of reflection? Why, why is that important when the busy season kind of wraps and comes to a close? Why, is ref- why does reflection even matter? Well, uh, let's back up just one. If you didn't uh-huh. listen to the last episode, we talked about uh, a great definition of burnout, which is when you're uh, when you've gone through a crazy busy time and you try to rest and you're unable to recover, mm-hmm. uh, and that means um, you've kind of lost your ability to uh, kind of restore health mentally, physically, emotionally, and so you got to go get help. Um, so now what we're doing is mm-hmm. we're saying, hey. How do we go through busy seasons so that we don't stack them up mm-hmm. in an unhealthy way mm-hmm. and get us to that point of burnout? Mm-hmm. So here's one. This is why we wanted to cover this topic, which is one of the ways you do that is you stop after a busy season. You look back and you reflect on it and you say, OK, what what was that all about? What 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 were the things that happened? What do I need to take with me? What do I need to let go of? And and so. That reflection um, helps you see um, the gifts that were offered in that busy season or a crazy stressful season because no matter how much stress is there, there's always something to learn. There's always a way to grow. There might be something new um, th- that comes out of it that is a gift, um, and you don't discover those until you take the time to reflect and look back. Mm-hmm. It's good. So that's the why, because the why, you know, uh, after a busy season, 
it just, you don't, I don't think a lot of people go, I think I'm going to go reflect on that. Most of them are, I would think if you're like me, I want to forget. <laughs> I'm yeah. ready to move on. Or if you're a big idea person, what's the next big idea? Mm-hmm. And so I think the why really helps. Okay. Wait a minute. You mean I, I could get a gift from this? I can carry this on to my next big idea. So there's actually purpose to the reflection. It's not just because, hey, you should, you know, it's, there's a reason for it. Yeah, I like that. It's good. And when you skip that step, you just shove it down and it stays with you. Um, one of my uh, annual traditions I learned from uh, Michael Hyatt. A lot of people might have heard of him. He was he, I call him the distinguished gentleman of the Internet. Funny. Um, but he has a course that I took called The Best Year Ever. And it's uh, kind of helping you process and get ready for a new year. You do it. I do it around the new year time. But the step one always is to reflect on the previous year. Hmm. Uh, he even says things like, if the last year were a movie, what would the title be? Oh, that's good. Uh, and, you know, he said, you know, if you and he has all these questions to kind of help you reflect on. And and this is the what he says uh this is how I'm I'm going to phrase it the way uh, and I'll use my words to make his point, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is those those who speak do that to other people all the time. <laughs> but uh, basically, he said a reflection is a way to uh, give a send off to that experience to to let it if it's a if it's like a little boat in the water, you're letting it drift off and, and sail away. And so there's now room for a new experience. When you reflect on the old, you're able and you process it, you now it can it can it can go and be sent away in the proper and right way. And now you've got room in your heart to experience the next thing. So basically, it's like home editing experiences. Is (laughs) that right? Home editing. You know, home edit for the Instagram yeah. account. Oh, I, you don't or Netflix show how, or how quaint that was that you looked at me like I don't know what home edit is. Well, just in case the listeners don't. <laughs> I know you were trying to be so slick there. No, uh, yes, the Netflix show, home edit, right, uh, and the book mm-hmm. and, and the, the stickers account. and yep. the containers and all of those things have hit our house big time, which I'm grateful for. Yes, um, you, but we've made room. A, I love how you said it. It's, it's organization. It's organization, and we by getting and honoring some of the things that we needed to let go of, we we've moved it on and let you know, give it away, donate, sell, whatever. And by doing that, we made room for we, it created space and margin cabinets and what closets and it just uh, and also when new things come in, old things go. And so it keeps it. And uh, I think that's what I, I was hearing as you were list saying that I was like, oh, that's basically what we do with our not just experiences, but also even uh, like this, these, these seasons we're in, busy, traumatic, however you want to say it. Uh, it's important that when we come out of those kind of things that have been a little hectic or crazy, that we have some reflection time to make room to honor it and learn from it, get gifts from it, and then make room for what's coming. That's good. And remember the greater purpose is uh, – I like your home edit illustration. That's really great because <laughs> the greater purpose of home editing – is so that you can keep going, that mm-hmm. you don't uh, fill up your drawers and your uh, cabinets with so much stuff that you're just stuck and you can't even, you know, when we would watch that show, there would be people who wouldn't even open their pantry because it was just so horrible. Right. And that's the thing is um, if the idea here is to kind of run the long race 
uh, all the way through in your church leadership calling or, or your giftedness or this 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 jumping into this ministry thing that you have done if the if, if to stay longer you've got to be able to make room in your heart for the next thing and there is no room um if you don't reflect mm-hmm. and 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 make make it a good way so here's four questions Mm-hmm. That we we have four questions that you can ask during reflection because we don't want to just tell you to do something we want to kind of help you get started so yeah. so let's give those four questions okay so the first one is what did I learn it's real practical basic simple and it's uh, acknowledging walking through this busy season I learned some things and this is it's a it's the growth mindset. Right. It's the concept of, hey, I I want to keep growing. And so I want to learn. And what did I learn? Yeah. So what did you're asking yourself, like, let's talk about covid. What did we learn during the season of covid? That toilet paper matters. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, You know, I think for me personally, if I were, you know, looking back on this, I would say, I mean, not if I am um, that. I really learned that my faith, I mean, I know my faith matters in crisis. We've done that with cancer. We've done it with so many things. But when the, all joking aside, when the toilet paper shortage occurred and at one point we were running low and I was just talking to the Lord about it and it was like, you know what? He does provide for our needs. And he, it was cool because it was one of those things where my faith and my trust in him and the practical needs, because in, in our world, we, it's not something we're, uh, we are at a place where we don't have to worry about providing for toilet paper every week. So that was new. Right. And so it was like, okay, Lord, there's no toilet paper. I went to Walmart and target and all these other places and no toilet paper. And, uh, I just said, Lord, I need direction. I need guidance. And I felt his prompting to go and went to a store and there was toilet paper. And it was just a beautiful reminder that he really does provide for our needs. And that was something that, uh, I learned. I was reminded of, uh, that he's very faithful, but even in a pandemic when it feels like the whole world world is falling apart he is still faithful because he's not moved by pandemics and he's not moved by traumatic events that he can actually do something really incredible through them hmm. see you, know? you just did some good reflection <laughs> what about you what did you learn through uh, the pandemic i you know for me it was when you said the two words whole world mm-hmm. uh i've never been through anything where it wasn't just a family it wasn't just a community. It wasn't just a town. It wasn't just a state. It wasn't mm-hmm. just a country. Mm-hmm. It was every – only humans who did not know anything about or wasn't affected by this were the ones that are like living in the woods, mm-hmm. growing their island. own food. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even they probably found out eventually. I just never felt so connected to the whole world. Mm-hmm. And and it was it's a weird connected through a mutual trauma I guess we mm-hmm. ha- the world has a trauma bond right now we all <laughs> went through something together um I don't know but there's just something about that as I think about uh, my faith and um, how um the gospel and the story of God and how it can affect literally every heart in the world. Just as susceptible as we are, we were to COVID, we're open and able to understand the gospel. I don't know. It, 
I don't see I need to do some more reflecting, but there's something brewing in my heart on that topic because like I I just in my lifetime have never been through anything where everybody in the world was affected by it. Mm-hmm. Um I've I've seen things where whole countries, I've seen things where whole sides of the world were affected, mm-hmm. but never um where the whole world was affected. It's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So what did you learn through not just through COVID but through Whatever season you've been in, what what was it that you learned? Um, take, give yourself a moment, give yourself some time, write it down, think through it, and by doing that, you're sending it off. You're giving it a proper send off, and you're making room in your heart to learn something else in your next season. And if you have a significant other and you're wanting to practice emotional connection, think about sharing that with them. Oh. <laughs> We, we'll just throw that we out. We just there. move this on to a marriage <laughs> podcast. No, I'm just, no, I'm just saying. You know, it's just sometimes we can. I'm a very internal person, and I'm practicing learning how to share that with people. You know, trusted people. Obviously, you don't yeah. throw that in a post unless yeah. you, you know. But that's you know, it's just something to share. All right. So, question number two: What do I want to keep doing? Um, and so, here's the thing: whatever you learned or whatever you experienced. In this season, is there something that was happening in that season that you want to make sure you keep doing? This is where you go back and say, what worked? Mm-hmm. What was good? What was something that I enjoyed? What mattered to me during this season that I don't want to lose? Hmm. Asking a question of, of yourself and, of, and letting God through your heart begin to say, uh, bring thoughts and feelings to you, thoughts to your mind, feelings to your heart and listen to those and, and start to figure out what was it during this time, this season that I went through. Yeah, that might have been some stuff that I, I didn't enjoy, but what did I what did I like? What worked? What were some things I tried that I want to keep going on? So what would that be for you throughout the pandemic what's something you discovered i was gonna ask you that (laughs) (laughs) um no um this this one is kind of easy i liked um i liked and we already have we've made a choice a long time ago to have a lifestyle where we were uh we're at home more with our family but um i liked I liked and enjoyed that we were with our family and that family time was a was easy. It wasn't hard to get our family together because we were together mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I have one little moment that will be kind of like one of my COVID memories is a storm came through. It knocked out our power during that. Mm-hmm. And us and our teenage boys were running around the house playing flashlight tag together. Uh, it was like they were little kids again. And, um, and that was basically after about three or four days of just hanging out together where we had just kind of, there really wasn't another option. Our, trust me, if our boys had one, they probably would have taken it. True. Um, and so it just, for me, was a time of, uh, just a little memory I'll keep, uh, and save. And I want to keep playing flashlight tag. I want, I, that's what I want to keep doing. Mm, that's good. Um, what do I want to keep doing? I think for me, uh, being a high introvert, I naturally just kind of get into my projects and do my thing. But when the whole world shut down, it was kind of like the whole world's now living how I usually live my life. And, but I also realized that 
it was quickly, it shut down even the people that I connect with. And I usually get together, you know, with a, with a friend. Um, we do coffee or dinner or something fun. And it was one of those things where all those had to move to Zoom, you know. Yeah. And And so I realized that although I loved, I didn't. I realized that I actually love meeting with my friends, you know, and as an introvert, sometimes it's kind of like, eh, you know, I could probably, I could stay in my little art studio <laughs> for the rest of my life. And actually it's not true. Like I really do enjoy meeting with them more than I realize. My heart really does need connection and Zoom just doesn't cut it. I mean, I, it's, it was really cool for a little bit playing with the fun backgrounds and whatnot, but for the most part, meeting with people is uh uh it was a really beautiful thing and so it just showed me like that's one of the things I want to keep doing it's intentional I'm going to be intentional about continuing spending time with my friends over coffee or dinner or however you know real life connection yes Mm -hmm. is powerful and you value it it Mm -hmm. makes sense me too Mm -hmm. I can definitely say that I Mm -hmm. agree all right what's our third question all right the third question that uh, we can do when we're in the as we're kind of kind of this exercise real time here is what do I not want to do anymore? Uh, what are some things uh, that I did that I don't want to do uh, through and a uh, real time for us is the pandemic. So what are some things that uh, we did that were like, no, I don't think I, I would do that again during the busy season. See, I, I really love this question because this question is what really leads to change. Okay. Um, because you got to be courageous to answer this one honestly. And uh, and it could be painful to walk away or change. Nobody enjoys – well, I say this. There are some people who really enjoy change, mm-hmm. but change enjoy a little too much and drive the rest of us crazy. Mm-hmm. But change is scary for a lot of folks. And um, – so to ask yourself this question and say, because also a lot of us, we have limiting beliefs and we don't think things can change. So to even ask the question takes a lot of boldness for us. And so I would say uh, I, that's why I love this question. So you want me to answer it in terms of no, no, no. Why don't you answer it in terms of COVID? She's giving me the look right now. Of, I don't know. I don't know. Don't ask me. Well, don't no, ask I me. I think I do know, but it's not something I want to share on the podcast. <laughs> so it's not for you, other people. I can share it to you when we stop it. You don't have a limited or a, another version of it or a something no, else. Okay. Uh, more than one thing. That you <laughs> I'm so nervous. Guys, I'm sweating bullets. I don't want to. This is about to be no. the longest podcast ever because I'm not. I don't want to press no. stop because I don't want to hear it. I'm scared. Stop it! Stop it! Um, no, it's. Uh, I realized that there was just something that was taking place in my life that when the when it stopped, I was like, oh, I really didn't need that anymore, and I was kind of on autopilot with it. And uh, once everything kind of shut down and and I stopped, I was like, oh. Okay, well, I'm not going to start that back up again. I don't. It's it's not it's not necessary or healthy for me. So good. See, you you were able to talk your way around that one. Sure. <laughs> what about you? I'm so <laughs> so into your answer. I haven't even considered mine. Um, no, I think um for me, uh, it's something that I want to stop. Can't say that I have. Um, but I just got really really paralyzed with fear during the pandemic. Because there was a time where 
I was like, oh, this thing's only going to last a few months. And mm-hmm. then a few months came and then, oh, okay, well, you know, and then it just started to become more and more bleak. And, you know, um, there were so many times during the last, the last year, year and a half that I was like, is this ever going to end? It felt like it wasn't. You kind of hoped, but then you started to, and fear kind of took over. Already fear is an issue for me. And I love to say it runs my dashboard uh, more than it should. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something that just I want to continue. Um, it's a long, long, long battle. Um, but I think if I reflect back on it, I say the battle's worth it. And I got to keep fighting fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say because I've been fighting, fear didn't take over and consume and paralyze me mm-hmm. it just annoyed the snot out of me mm-hmm. <laughs> all during covid mm-hmm. and so i guess i can point to that as progress but um mm-hmm. but don't give up the fight fighting fear mm. yes and i would say you did a great job i was oh, proud of you thank you well when we um, stop the podcast i'll tell you my thoughts <laughs> just kidding okay. just trying to freak you, you out like you freak. see fear see. you made me afraid with that <laughs> And the last question, what do I need to do to be prepared for next time? Now, I think if you're in a busy season, this is a great question. Coming out of a global pandemic, I really hope there's not a next time. <laughs> Just Fair saying. Enough. Fair enough. Oh, But when uh, you're coming out of those events and you're coming out of the holiday season, let's say your church does a big, huge Christmas musical and you've been on, you know, just going 90 miles an hour and you think, okay, I know Christmas is coming back around next time. What do I need to do to be prepared? So maybe I could do it a little bit different. Christmas is a great example. Like I spend so much money during Christmas. So next year, instead of not thinking about it till November, I'm going to set aside some money like a Christmas club or something mm-hmm. so that when I get there, it's mm-hmm. not so stressful. Mm-hmm. This, this question is more specifically, um, the, the, this is, is there something I can do? To avoid this much stress or drama or trauma next, next time. time. And, and maybe it might be planning ahead. Maybe there's like, not. Maybe there's not. It, maybe it's communicating to a staff member, hey, this go round, I had, I was taking on this person's job, this person's job, and this person's job. Is it okay if I'm asking you eight months in advance, can we work to get some volunteers prepared so that I can spread this out? You know, it's just thinking outside the box ahead of time and there's enough time before the next busy season comes through. Next time I'm in this scenario, I'm going to use my voice. Mm -hmm. Next time I'm in this scenario, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to approach conflict in a more healthy way instead of yelling and screaming and losing control Mm -hmm. of my emotions. Mm -hmm. Next time I'm in this situation, I'm going to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Next time I'm in this situation, just on and on. Mm -hmm. There's so much, um, that uh, we we can take from this and say, hey, you know what? We don't have to repeat this. Now, global pandemics, you're right. <laughs> we we, we may yeah. or may not control. But, hey, next time we're in a situation where it feels like the whole world is going through a big traumatic event, what, what, what are we going to do? Well, we can also say it's not like it's our first first go round, so we know everybody's going to go run and get toilet paper, gas, and Clorox wipes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but I think it's a, just a really uh, it's a really great exercise to ask 
ourselves these four questions. And I think it's a fun little template that you can create uh, where you could literally maybe schedule it as a part of your follow up. If you do events or if your church has a busy season, put these questions somewhere in a place where, you know, let's say you wrap up an event on Sunday night, then you go ahead and schedule a few hours on Monday to say, hey, I'm going to. Uh, take some time away, go to coffee shop, and I'm just going to answer these questions. Um, we also have, uh, for our members, we have kind of like a, a retreat template in our toolbox that under um, how to care for yourself, care for the soul. And this might be a good uh, little template that you can combine with that. It's a planned retreat that you can take and get away. And these might be some great four questions to go. So the questions are, just for a quick review, what did I learn what do I want to keep doing? What do I want to not do anymore? And what do I need to do to be prepared for next time? Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Hey, we do help uh, churches minister to parents. It's in our name. But if you want to get an experience what that's like without having to pay any money, we have created a way for you to experience it for yourself. You can go to ministrytoparents.com forward slash free, F-R-E-E. When you go there, you put in your email address and you'll automatically get sent to you a sampling of our resources. Use them with your parents. See if they like them. And if they do, you can come back and find out more about what it means to be a member. Thank you so much for joining in today. We are just really enjoying this series on how to rest. This has been episode 38, How to Reflect from a Busy Season of Ministry. Thank you so much for joining. This is the podcast for church leaders that helps you build a ministry to parents. You've been listening to the M2P podcast. To download free parent resources, go to ministrytoparents.com.